The following podcast is for information purposes only and is not suitable for retail investors. Hello and welcome to this week's Chart of the Week podcast. Today is Thursday the 13th of October and this week I'm joined by Lorenzo Laposta for a review of the last quarter. Lorenzo, what's been happening over the last quarter? Hi Ben, thanks a lot for having me um, and hello um, as always, to our listeners. Um, the third quarter of 2022 has been uh, certainly uh, um, not lacking surprises and um, and volatility. We've gotten used to it uh, after three quarters uh, straight of um, pretty risk-off sentiment and, um, and volatile markets. Uh, and yeah, the third quarter has not been um, less uh, significant from that perspective either. Uh, we've seen... Um, you know, we obviously monitor uh, plenty of asset classes and, and investment strategies, but looking at very high level, um, we have seen um, global equities losing about um, 7% um, in, uh, in Q3. Um, we've seen high yields uh, and US treasuries um, outperforming slightly uh, with um, corporate credit down about 3% and, and US government bond down about 5 um, and commodities were not actually better performers. Uh, we've seen uh, commodity prices uh, continuing their decline from the um, peaks they reached um, about, you know, in early June. Um, now the commodity prices were actually oil prices down about 25% from its peak and um, uh, 17% of that loss was actually um, accumulated during the quarter. And even gold, which is typically a safe haven asset class, um, something that markets turn to whenever um, risk assets and equities in particular become a bit too volatile. Um, even gold has been losing value um, and it's down about 8% um, in the quarter. So what's been driving these declines in asset prices? Well, we all know the narrative um, that has been uh, affecting markets year to date, uh, and it's not been any different actually in Q3. Uh, mostly uh, rising interest rates um, with central banks trying to uh, do the best they can to fight uh, this rampant inflation uh, have been taking their toll on um, on discount rates and on uh, asset values. Um, one thing that we have seen uh, being a bit different though um, was uh, actually the first half of uh, the third quarter. So from about end of June to um, about mid-August, um, markets obviously were... Um, suffering a lot from uh, uh, recent asset prices um, falls um, and obviously having a very close eye on the media on any communication from central bankers um, and especially trying to uh, gauge with any additional economic data that was being published whether um, economies and, um, uh, and, and countries were on the path that was expected that was priced in whether it was going to be any deviation. Perhaps uh, countries um, bringing inflation back faster than expected, or sometimes economic activity um, slowing down faster. Um, and we were in a point in time when uh, bad news was actually good news, and vice versa, in that um, any sort of weak economic data was pointing towards a decrease in expectation of uh, um, interest rates, uh, and that was pushing asset prices up. So uh, bad economic data, asset prices up, uh, good economic data, asset prices down, uh, which um, 
sounds a bit uh, counterintuitive, but um, this year, uh, central banks and interest rates uh, expectations have been driving markets a lot more than underlying economic data. So in, um, in July and early August, we've seen uh, actually some, uh, some negative data uh, being published. There was uh, some uh, weaker than expected purchasing manager index readings. Um, and we've seen uh, bottlenecks uh, easing in the supply chains and economic activity was ultimately slowing down uh, with significant fears of a recession. Um, these are helped in pushing commodity prices down, but also markets had repriced um, to some extent central banks' behavior and um, their hawkish policy. Um, so after um, a few weeks of, of stronger returns, uh, central banks uh, bankers actually um, went public, let's say, and uh, uh, and addressed markets, uh, reassuring them uh, that uh, inflation was not over, uh, that their hiking cycle was not over, and um, that they will just continue on whatever path they were set on earlier uh, until uh, the evidence of persistently low inflation um, is back with us. Um, that obviously spooked market once again, um, and uh, expectation of interest rates went up, and our surprises came down significantly especially um, during the month of uh, September. Add to that, that uh, the situation between Ukraine and Russia uh, doesn't seem to be improving at all. If anything, is only getting worse and is um, uh, adding additional pressure on market sentiment. Um, and, um, you know, we've been advocating for, um, well, not advocating, but rather we've been expecting higher volatility in markets um, the entire year. We still see uh, volatility ahead of us um, but um, the reality is that today we see very uh, depressed market valuations and uh, uh, these corrections we have experienced so far can actually mean uh, good long-term opportunities looking forward uh, for investors that are willing to take some active positions around uh, market movements um, and um, diversify the risks away. An interesting quarter ahead then. Thanks for the insight, Lorenzo. Thank you, Ben. Speak soon. For professional advisors only. The views expressed are those of Momentum Global Investment Management at the time of recording and are subject to change without notice. Momentum Global Investment Management has used all reasonable efforts to ensure the accuracy of the information contained in this communication, but we cannot guarantee the reliability, completeness or accuracy of the content. This podcast is for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell. Momentum Global Investment Management, company registration number 37330094 has its registered office at the Rex Building, 62 Queen Street, London, EC4R1EB. Momentum Global Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority in the United Kingdom, registration number 232357, and is exempt from the requirements of Section 71 of the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act 37 of 2002 in South Africa. In terms of the FSCA FAIS Notice 141 of 2021, published on the 15th of December 2021. For complaints relating to Momentum Global Investment Management's financial services, please contact distribution services at momentum.co.uk. Your capital is at risk.